self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we We are are conversation Conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i kind of wish i was a morehouse graduate damn me too also known as calamity red (laughs) wait ain't morehouse all men i guess so god damn it i couldn't do it anyway well i could (laughs) you could i couldn't i wouldn't though but we are conversation con artists here for another wonderful fantastic episode you can find me mr on point at mr m-i-s-t-e-r underscore on point on twitter and instagram and i can be found at red underscore calamity also we are still doing the listening letter portion of the show so if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show you can send it to our gmail account which is conversation con artist at gmail.com or you can find us on facebook conversation con artists and send it to us that way and we have two letters this week one from colin on meat positivity <laughs> mm-hmm. uh I hate you. Tags and the other one first. And tag. Oh, did he, you want me to go to tags first? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, also, we have tag. And here's his title, Daps. <laughs> What's up, Red and On Point? I would like to formally apologize to On Point and black men at large for failing to snap with my daps. Somewhere along the way, I was told that we weren't doing that no more. Also, it gets tiring when you got to greet a whole group of people. I will be reinstating the snap henceforth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Westworld is an amazing show. Mm. It's a combination of sci-fi western thriller and the existential dread of emerging artificial in- intelligence. It's great. Wouldn't want you to have an existential crisis for an hour every Sunday, right? You said that all wrong. Did I? Yeah. I wouldn't want you to have like I didn't put the emphasis. No, you missed the whole word. What did I miss? Wouldn't would oh wouldn't you want to have an existential crisis for an hour every Sunday night? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I no, wouldn't. wouldn't. <laughs> On the topic of Deontay Wilder, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> Deontay Wilder, man. Uh, Red, I used to play The Sims a little bit. I want to get back into it. Just haven't yet. All right, that's all I've got for this week. Peace. Um, tag. So, yeah actually people let me say <laughs> everybody that listened to the show last week that is giving me shit about playing the sims felt bad about that shit because now it's tied to trauma <laughs> <laughs> which i mean i didn't even realize that like honestly when when on point asked that question that was the first thing that came to mind and i had an epiphany in that moment and realized that that's why i started playing the sims and why i continue on and off to kind of play it so it's like i didn't even know the shit how would y'all have known that <laughs> so it's not anything to feel bad about um i mean it, so i ain't never gave you shit about it but to know the relationship you have with the sims and to know the relationship you have with your dad yeah and to know where it came from now <laughs> it's like oh shit yeah oh, this is connected yeah i know <laughs> i didn't realize it myself <laughs> The, the Sims means more than just the game. Yeah, the and origins of it. I started is, uh, thinking about it. Important. You know, I would. So you could kind of on the original Sims like make your people get a divorce. I was probably the only person in the world <laughs> who was still a kid that was like making my, my folks get a divorce because that's what I wanted. I wanted my parents to divorce so bad for so long <laughs> because I felt like everybody would be happy if them niggas just went together no more. And so I was doing that in the game, like, and I don't think a lot of people probably 
utilize that function? No, because nobody. Nobody likes divorce. Divorce but. is trauma for kids, well, and you sit here as a divorce advocate. Yes. <laughs> um, you got friends. So tell me about that divorce your parents went through. <laughs> I'm interested. Like, what the fuck is wrong Get with the her? Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I still, you know, I I have The Sims Four on my you know, on Xbox. It's not on. It's not quite the same on console. But I also fucking hate sitting at a computer playing computer games now. So it's like I don't know. <laughs> bittersweet. It's bittersweet because like I'm, I used to didn't mind doing it, but now like sitting and doing computer games where I could be like laid on my couch with a controller is like eh, <laughs> I don't really want to do it now. Um. Deontay Wilde is, is fucking hilarious. Like, I still... Grandma issues aside, <sighs> did you see the fight? I didn't. I don't watch boxing. I don't watch boxing either. But I scroll down my Facebook feed. Did he win? Win is an understatement. He didn't kill he the guy. Did. Have if, if, <laughs> bruh, it looked like he got brain damage if he didn't. He Damn. hit that man so hard. <laughs> well... I'll show it to you before the. I'll show it to you. He but. said it's the only spot where you could kill a man and it's legal. Why not utilize his right to do so? He hit that man so hard. <laughs> Deontay Wilder, them, that grandma, like, is, I don't know. I just, I, like I said, I, what I don't understand is how he <laughs> so eloquently talked about to this day black folk issues. <laughs> and we get to. Whatever he was talking, what the hell happened? What it do? Uh, but we does. <laughs> you ain't supposed to hit each other in the head, but we does. <laughs> I don't, you know. So maybe because he didn't got hit in between those times. I mean, that's very possible. And, because you know, I saw what happened before. I saw what happened after Muhammad Ali had man. Muhammad had Ali got real fucked up. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Westworld sucks. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't. You can't make that assessment. True. You don't have enough information to just... assess. So, what it best for me and you to say is that it's not for me. It's that not better? that. Listen, <laughs> a show has to meet certain criteria for me to keep watching. It's got to grab me within. If you don't get me in the first two episodes, I'm gonna stop watching. Same like, thing I'm, for my just, video games. Just like, I think I've explained this before. <laughs> Games have to introduce new villains, new powers, and new weapons in an acceptable acceptable enough amount of time for me for me to continue playing. If a long period goes when ain't shit upgraded, I get bored with the same shit happening. So for a movie, a TV show, the same thing. And in Westworld, in the seven episodes I watched, they spent too much time building. It did not meet my level of desirability for that. And... Maybe episode eight was when they get live, you know. <laughs> but I ain't gonna find out. <laughs> Too late now. Un- unless I meet a young lady who happens to want to watch Westworld and want me to participate in it with her, then I do it. But until then, what are the odds of that? Uh, I don't really know much about dapping because I don't. Nobody daps me up. <laughs> <laughs> like when people meet me or like especially God they hug me so going back to the, the conversation we just had if you meet somebody that's a TV show movie connoisseur mm-hmm. and just love watching all kind of series like mm-hmm. are you gonna be watching with them 
or, or, or when shows come up that you don't want to watch or if the show is too popular for you to want to watch now, are you going to do it with your mate because it's, it's time you can spend with your mate to doing something they like? Or are you going to be like, no, I don't really like that. I'm going to play the game in the other room. Like, <laughs> no, because uh, time spent is very important to me when I'm with somebody like because. I'm so finicky about like my having my alone time. So I'm, you know, I, I'm dedicated to the whatever time you need me to be with you. I'm dedicated to this because I'm going to need my, my, my me time. And when I get my me time, I don't hear no shit from you. So because of that, I, I'm very dedicated to it. However, they want to spend time as long as it's within reason. So I will watch a show that, uh, that might be popular, which I don't watch popular shows while they're popular. If y'all didn't know, I just don't like to do that because people do spoilers and ruin shit. I don't have to deal with that when I can just watch it. And I don't, ha- I don't like to wait. Like if I decide I want to watch Game of Thrones now, I can watch that shit all the way through. I don't have to wait. I don't have to wait till the next season or none of that shit, right? Because it's over now, so mm-hmm. I can just watch it all the way through. But I would with him if he, you know, if he wanted to watch whatever new show was, I would do it. So what's your quality time requirements? If his is gonna be watching movies or whatever. What is yours? So we clearly we got whatever he want to do, mm-hmm. and you spend time with him doing that. Your me time. What is your quality time look like? Like what is your choice for when y'all spend time together? Mm, well, not right now because it's hot as fuck. But I like I I developed a like for hiking. So like taking Remy and going hiking would be something that I would want to do. So he would at least, and I'm not the best in shape, so. It ain't going to be nothing where we going to be hiking for miles and miles because my ass will fall out too. But, uh, but like in the uh, spring kills me. But fall, mostly fall because the spring I'd be about to die because I can't breathe. Um, I like to go hiking and take Remy. Kingston, oh, he can't go. Um, but like stuff like that or like, just stuff where it's like just the two of us um, where we could talk. Like when you walk, when you hiking, you mean it ain't, it's just y'all other than, I mean, anybody that you might pass by. But something like that or movies or going to get something to eat, just regular shit. Like I don't I don't it don't take a lot. I'm not I'm not real picky. <laughs> so but probably something with the dogs. I gotcha. I gotcha. So he would need to be able to do that. But yeah. Okay, cool. So you don't know nothing about daps. Niggas women don't hug. really do daps. Women don't do daps, and dudes don't dap up women. Like, I get hugs. Like, when we all get together, y'all niggas dap each other up, and everybody come hug me. I'm, t- I'm telling you. <laughs> like, nobody, nobody, I don't think anybody's ever tried to dap me up. Like, I don't think it's ever happened. No. I don't think that's ever happened. So, I don't, I really know nothing about daps, because I haven't had to do it. It's not Yeah, daps like, is a black man thing. Yeah, women don't do that. And, nah, I don't want to tag i don't want to throw you all the way off (laughs) i don't snap 100 percent of the time but that's only when i'm in an environment where the snap might look a little bit ratchet so to speak like what what environment would would you be dapping but the snap would make it look bad so let me tell y'all something about the school systems okay in shelby county which is Uh, predominantly white yes yeah Okay. A lot of the assistant principals are black at these white schools. Hoover got a black assistant principal. Oak Mountain okay. got a black assistant principal. Oh, okay. And yeah. the assistant principals, especially when it comes to high schools, but these assistant principals deal with trouble issues. Yeah. 
So most of them are usually pretty down to earth. They black, black. Yeah. Like okay. Oak Mountain High School, the assistant principal is from Ansley. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's black, so, black. <laughs> if not from Ansley, he used to work at an Ansley school. I don't remember which one. Still black, black. But he's black, yeah. black. <laughs> so when I meet him in the middle of the office. You dap him up, but you don't snap. He give real daps. You but, know, but no snap. No, he snaps. <laughs> he snapped and I didn't. <laughs> but now I know in the future I'm to snapping snap. with him. <laughs> or if kids on my caseload, see, I always do what my kids expect. So if they snap, I snap. All of them don't snap. So I don't, you know. But <laughs> if you don't snap when you should, it's a problem. So it's best to snap. <laughs> That's my philosophy. It's best to snap. It's so complicated. I'm kind of glad I don't have to do it. I just I'm, uh, get hugs. <laughs> Not I need even somebody to do a. Uh, I need somebody to, to do a daps video with me. So Shogun, <laughs> Leroy Ketchum, <laughs> or Cole Jackson, or Rockman Three K Three. We need to God. do some daps videos. Jesus, <laughs> I'll record them. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Daps. Uh, what else tag? Let us say. That was it. Westworld. Daps. Deontay Wilder and the Sims. I think we covered it all. Okay, cool. Um, and then we got the letter from Colin. Yes. All right. Like I said, it's meat positivity is the uh, name. Yeah. Of this. Mm-hmm. Uh okay. What up, y'all? Man, life has been busy. I found out I'm going to be a daddy and work is ridiculous. My nigga! A dad? Yeah! What? Congratulations! Congratulations! Because that's what people say. That's I mean it. Congratulations. I don't know you point. chose to embark on the path of raising a human from scratch. Yes. And I respect it. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. You, know you spent eight years trying to keep a little person alive? Say what? You spent eight years. Why just eight minimum. years? Oh, you spent the whole time. Well, I mean, eight, eight is about the time where they got the rules well enough to be able to kind of keep themselves alive. Yeah, but then you got to worry about... The other thing you got to do is worry about they, they natural inhibitions. Like shit, like they know they shouldn't be in the street. But and they know they shouldn't cross the street without somebody. But if they see their friend across the street, they might dart across not thinking all them yep. rules. Around eight or nine is when they start getting that... You know what I'm saying? At this point, you done seen somebody on the TV show get hit by a car. So you be like, oh, shit. Is that what happens? Is that what ha- is that what daddy been trying to keep me from crossing the street? Oh, hell no. I ain't never going to cross the street. You know, so so you still got to kind of monitor them, but that's when they can regulate a little bit better. See, my thing is teenagers. I don't, that ain't, that's the part I'm not looking forward to because I don't want to have to fucking throat chop nobody but I, I feel like with my kid having any bits of me I'm gonna probably have to karate chop a nigga in the throat no congratulations for real no yeah um, anyway on to these episodes and Mr. Point's foolishness about meat positivity <laughs> why is that foolishness <laughs> why, what's foolish about meat positivity <laughs> I guess he's gonna explain it <laughs> number one the last episode for Red, man, I'm telling you, 
go on and holler at a boy you knew back in the day who was a square to the popular kids as long as he wasn't doing that that anime sprinting always <laughs> at school he's probably good to go laugh out loud i'm gonna speak on that <laughs> naruto <laughs> i know the anime sprint i don't do it i'm too fat <laughs> i'm gonna speak on that one uh number two meat positivity and cuckoldry cuckoldry am i saying that cuckoldry you said better than i would <laughs> Uh, look I've been oh god I thought this said prostituted <laughs> I've been propositioned <laughs> sorry Colin Colin has not been prostituted he's been propositioned uh, it's usually by older white men and their wives really That's, <laughs> wow it's a weird thing yeah I would think so because it seems like it would fire you up when you're scrolling <laughs> that section on Pornhub or what XNXX Mm-hmm. But when it happens in real life, it just feels gross. The Reds man's in the story. We all know damn well his wife just wants a black man. <laughs> People like what they like, and when you repress it, you end up fucking up. His mama in the story probably dated Darius on the football team at Auburn when she was in college, and they loved each other, but her daddy would have disowned her from the family inheritance if she married a black <laughs> So she broke up and ended up marrying Chad instead and had the perfect little family. But at the end of the day, she still wishes she was married to Darius, who went on to graduate, go to med school, is now Darius Jones, MD, an orthopedic surgeon in Coral Gables, Florida. Now with a second home in Aruba and a third villa on the coast of Italy. <laughs> 2A, y'all should have titled this this episode Meat Positivity. <laughs> I want to break in right here and let everybody know again. Every one of our episodes is named after movies. It is, yeah. It's it's a lateral to some kind of movie. Mm-hmm. That's what we named it after. So if you go back and look at all the titles except the first two, because we named one of them after Samuel L. Jackson, oh, quote, yeah. and then we named one after a TV show. <laughs> but every single other episode after that has been named after, after movie. movie. Yeah. Number three, Alabama politics. Bruh, man, listen. Number four, foot fetish. Fetishes generally. I'm not sure how fetishes are developed, but I'm interested in looking it up. The one thing I'll never do, though, is judge anybody for their kink. Hashtag no kink shaming. As long as all participants are of the age of consent and have given consent as well. Again, back to the repressive thing. It's probably why we have shit happening like politicians punching their wives in the face over sex. And then he posted, he t- uh, there's a, a story that goes with that. Mississippi lawmaker punched wife in face over sex. Police- yeah, she got dressed too slowly. <laughs> She got dressed. Oh, she undressed. undressed too slowly. How the fuck? It's a tease. You what, what do you mean? She was getting undressed. You remember dress? that scene? <laughs> have you seen uh have you seen Bruce Almighty? Yes. With Jim Carrey. Where he like You remember that scene where he just woo and yeah, all the clothes just went off? Like, like, damn, is that what you want? <laughs> God damn. Have a little bit of tease, a little bit of of, of theatrics got, to it. She got God hit in the face like, are you not entertained? <laughs> And then he was a Republican. I'm telling y'all, these fucking Republicans be repressed as shit because they act like they got all of these they family values. They trying to repress women, hell. They just like... And trying to repress women. They like the grown version of boys who running away from girls because they had cooties. <laughs> That's conservative men. That's how they making legislation. They like, women have cooties? They don't need to be making decisions. They need to be having our babies. Rape isn't real. 
The body can shut it down. Oh my god. And if a rapist wants custody of the child, <laughs> he can be... petition for it. <laughs> Girls have cooties. Uh, Doug McLeod, McLeod, I guess is how you said his name. Doug but McLeod. He was drunk and holding a glass of alcohol when the police arrived. <laughs> they, he punched his wife in her nose and bloodied her nose. When officers told McLeod a domestic assault had been reported, they said he replied, are you kidding me? <laughs> yes, nigga, you can't go punch your wife in the face in 2019. It's illegal now. You in the wrong, you just in the wrong decade, my dude. He yeah. one of them, do you know who I am type of <laughs> motherfucker. Like, do you know who I am? Well, right now, sir, you're domestic violence uh, <laughs> suspect. You hit somebody in the face, your wife. Because she wasn't getting dressed fast enough. Cause she she was undressing, but it wasn't fast enough for you, so you punch her in the face. I wish a motherfucker would. Huh. Long story short. Hold sh- on, let me I'm gonna continue the letter. Continue the letter. Long story short, it's never that serious. There are billions of people in the world. There is someone on this earth who wants nothing more than to suck your meat. <laughs> I hate you so much, Colin. Man or woman, no judgment. The sooner we stop trying to implement the Christian version of Sharia <clears throat> Sharia? Sharia law. Sharia law in the I United States. I might be saying States. it wrong. Sh- I, Shari, it has to be Sharia. Sharia just sounds like some shit black folks would say. I don't know, but <laughs> every time something is, something seemed to be wrong, I just take a st- affirmative stance <laughs> and make it sound like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but as, what's the letter? I can't Somebody it, pointed out. Yes. Deborah. It wasn't Deborah. Was it Deborah? Now we're going to have to look up a name. Either way, <laughs> she pointed out that I be wrong. So <laughs> I, I think don't know. it is Sharia. Sharia don't say all right. Sharia law in the United States. The sooner we can move beyond stupidity and have a sex positive society. Still won't solve all extremism and symptoms of rape culture like this tough guy above punching his wife. But hopefully we move more away from people thinking they deserve it. Incel types? I don't know. Uh, number five, fuck Ben Carson. Also, your long overdue reminder that Donald Trump and his entire administration are a geopolitical galaxy spanning disgrace. Even if aliens wanted to visit Earth, they damn sure wouldn't come by, come to the U.S. if they've been observing this hot garbage. If I hear anything else on here, I'll write again, laugh out loud. <laughs> so I started writing. The, um, I started writing. It started off as a poetry series. Mm hmm. But then I turn it into like a book concept about aliens coming to Earth. Mm -hmm. And the essence of them coming here is to learn about concepts that are foreign to them, like love, Mm -hmm. hate, just everything. It was supposed to be an alien who came down here and integrated in here with us reporting back about what he's finding out about these things through just normal interaction. Mm -hmm. He's not like asking people what love is and what hate (laughs) is, but it's supposed to focus on the complexities of things like love that can be positive and negative and hate and Mm -hmm. history, you know? But a part of me believe that if aliens come down here and can integrate like that and start talking, I would want them to ask brown folks their experience and be like, (laughs) We need to get rid of these white people, don't we? <laughs> I know that sounds real bad. And I don't want white people to be gotten rid of. Oh, Jesus. But the essence of it is just, I want somebody to understand my experience and and to validate it. Yeah. You know. Um. 
so as far as finding uh, uh, the guy who was a square to the popular kids back in the day so colin because we've been talking about this i literally sat down and i was like let's go through the history of red's love life who if i went back to like so i wouldn't have to do this dating shit and it would just kind of be a re-getting to know you like who would that be and sadly colin i don't think i got nobody like that bro <laughs> <laughs> like I don't think it's nobody like there was one person okay and I've talked about him before he's the dude that is was in the Air Force he's re he retired he had like a medical retirement out of the Air Force now my mom loved him but I, he was way too nice and by nice I mean he just was never gonna disagree with shit that I did and I couldn't stand that but even if I you know I was like well that was then it's been years maybe he's different so I'm thinking like, oh, you know, maybe I'll reach out to him and contact him. Talk to my mom. <laughs> and my mom still loves him. So she like randomly brings him up. And so she she was telling me, I don't even know how we got on this. But anyway, she was like, yeah, um, I, I, I talked. Either she talked to him or talked to somebody in his family. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, how, how's he doing? And she was like, oh, he, he, he's good. He's uh, He didn't clear it off some land. And he about to put a trailer on it. And she said it like it was like it was something that i should have been like for real like a trick like something like it's good <laughs> like it's a good thing um that's not a good thing in my book now keep in mind i lived in a trailer for the entirety of my childhood uh, my parents have a house now but they got their house when i graduated college like i grew up my whole life in a trailer so i got a question <laughs> is that high standards for talladega living do your mama got low standards <laughs> or your mama standards are adjusted for how much she like this dude and want you to talk to him? A little bit of all three of those things, I think. Um, for Talladega, it is high. It is. like, And so, and I kind of knew that this is probably where he saw the apex of his life being because all his friends are like his family members. Like he's always been very like deeply entrenched in his family, which is fine. But I'm red will never live in Talladega again. And not just you went and saw you saw where my parents live at. Mm -hmm. Now take that and downgrade it. About three or four notches is where he putting his trailer at. It's like nothing, nothing. Like they got the the cow pasture at least. It ain't shit but woods and mosquitoes. <laughs> where he's What all of the souls I watch, like The Mentalist and Law and Order SVU is that when somebody goes out and have a whole isolated house, <laughs> they murdering. <laughs> they is dragging women and keeping them underneath the house in a box. That he come back and visit them every now and then and be like, "Hey, gave you just enough air to almost die. <laughs> I hope you enjoy me letting you live." That he just country as fuck. Like that's just. He just country. I don't know, but there's no fucking way that that would be my life. Like, it's not gonna happen. Like, no, I wouldn't even. I don't even want to live in Talladega. Not let alone where he's it. It's still Talladega, but it's called Martinsville and Martinsville, and it's just woods with trailers. <laughs> and then all his family members like and it's like a road it's like a one lane road but two cars are expected to bypass each other on the shit so you gotta drive real slow real like it's just too much there's no way so 
that immediately canceled him out because there is no he didn't commit it okay he didn't clear it off some fucking land he moving the trailer out there like that's what he wants to do that's what he gonna live i'm not gonna live there with him though and i'm not gonna ask him to give up his dream of, of living amongst his family into the end of his days and raising his children in martisville you know if that's what he wants to do with his life he should be able to do that however <laughs> comma i'm not doing that shit so we're taking him out of the running uh, i don't i don't there's not there's not anybody else that i've dated <laughs> that i think it, that could do you know tarvis maybe but like i just don't feel like it's too much we 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 just we don't fight but we like argue a lot about shit I ain't time for this shit <laughs> to be honest and Tarvis is also the nigga that went to prison for a little while so like I still have questions about what that was and he's never gonna tell me the truth <laughs> he ain't gonna tell you no he's not so I can't I don't know what you did for them two and a half years bro he just gonna want you to press up on his prostate a little bit every now and then <laughs> <laughs> which I'm not willing to do. <laughs> no kink shaming, okay? But no, I'm not willing to do it. So I don't even think that's an option. I'm going to have to, like, date somebody fucking new. Which what I if? Want to. Oh, God. <laughs> you laughing too hard. I already know this going to be some fuck shit. What if? What if he, like, just wore him a little butt plug or something? Uh-uh. You didn't know. You don't know. What uh-uh. if you found out? How no. what, what happens now that you found out? I, that's it. I can't. That's weird. And I know that you... It would be weird if if I if it was somebody that, like, had never gone to prison. But with you having gone to prison and me finding that out now, I'm going to be like, this what you was doing in prison? But how you know he wasn't doing it before prison? I mean, he was... I've never... I, I didn't experience that when I was with him prior to prison so like he so with that been, time after you and before prison yes okay well we, yeah it was a, a long help him explore his inner workings i don't want to know but he's out he's the prison thing is too much for me when it comes to him i got you and he's not going to be honest about it. so like i colin i did i really did sit down and think about like if there was somebody now there's not anything else like unless like i me and Cole would kill each other. I couldn't date him. Like, we would literally, somebody would die. Like, I feel like one of us would eventually kill the other. I don't think it would be possible. Um, I, I'm just going to have to get out here and fucking date, man. You have to get out here and date. I That's hate it, do. though. I really wish I could do what Colin did. Like, that shit sounds amazing. You just get some, get back with somebody you was with already and bam, a baby? Nigga, what? That sounds amazing. That sounds like just, I'm so happy for him because I wish that was my life. That sounds awesome. Shit. Damn. But it ain't gonna happen. I, I went back in my arsenal. Ain't nobody back there. <laughs> Man, be proud of the meat you got. You ain't do nothing. You ain't. You can't control that. Can me? Is, is there any research that shows that evidence? I, I heard some people a, say that if you wore, wore tiny whities when you was a kid, I don't think so. That's stupid. No, it don't like work like that. Every other genetic thing in, exactly. that, in your family, I don't think you have. Any you you got me. you got a random roll of whatever meat you got, and you <laughs> use that meat to its full capacity. 
And the only way you can use that meat to its full capacity <laughs> is if you are proud of what you have. If you if you are ashamed of your meat, you only you got a sixty percent threshold of the cap that you can get to. He sounded like he okay. So this is in reference to the call that I got about the guy whose wife had sex with a black stripper and he was concerned about the size of his own penis. He seemed like he was okay with the size of his own penis see, prior to her fucking this black dude. But see, his perception of black men probably goes back to porn mm-hmm. and that old traditional over-sexualization of black men. He yes. probably think that every black man got a 12, 13 <laughs> inch dangle going on and he might be okay with his 7 or 8 but it ain't it ain't that because this is the only explanation he got in his head for why his woman would be messing with a black man. <laughs> it ain't because that bronzeness that the African American carries is <sighs> just amazing. Black skin's beautiful, man. It is. Has glow all its own. It's maybe just, she just like it. Maybe can't she's be found like a, anywhere else. <laughs> maybe she like <laughs> black men to her is like a flower and she just a little bee. I that hate can't you. help. But buzz around the ass. I don't know. Um, but all I'm saying is you need to be proud of what you got. Have you had somebody ask you to be a cook? Well, no. Uh, what you're, He's the cook hold. You would be the stag? I don't know. What's the, what's the, what's the dude in bull. this? Bull. You'd be the bull. Have you had that happen? Has somebody no. asked you to do? First off, one, <laughs> I'm not successful. Okay? Colin is successful. So... And I'm not going to say I'm not my definition of successful, but Colin is the white people definition of successful. But now I want to know, now, Colin, now you got to let us know when in your life this was. Because if it was prior to... I'd like to know. I'd like to know. I mean, you got a military man. He does. In law. Like, on paper. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. On paper, you got shit going on. (laughs) On paper, I'm a businessman. In mental health, <laughs> nobody really know what that means. Okay, I work with kids. That, like I'm not the person they walking up to. But that's not how cuckolding works. It doesn't have anything to do with the success of the black man. It's well, just it, it has something to do with the access. Oh yeah. Like I'm definitely not gonna be at no school, <laughs> and a teacher gonna come up to me and be like, "I like that bronze skin you got." Uh, me and my husband, we kind of. Looking for somebody like you. That it, it, I, that's not gonna happen in a school, okay? <laughs> He's not in those environments. True. So I would that's have to be somewhere true. completely different that, for that conversation. That to take is a place. whole thing. Well, not necessarily cuck holding, but again, I'm on these dating websites. It's a thing on Tinder. Like it's people constantly looking for a third, like all the time. Like there are a lot of profiles where it's like I have a girlfriend, but we're looking for a third. Like I mean, that's a thing. Our society is becoming a lot more progressive when it comes to those relationships. But I haven't. So no, I have not had. And then I'm not. I'm gonna say this. I am very comfortable in my own skin, but I am not society's definition of what somebody is looking for. Like a woman got to have a very specific. But it's calling. I think so. Fit, charming. You look fit. <laughs> I don't look fit. You look solid. You don't look like you. <laughs> I look. I look like I played football fifteen yes. years ago and just didn't get no fatter. <laughs> but it that's not fit at all. My fat just happens to fall in places that make me look like I used to play football and I played football the last time in the eleventh grade. Okay. Let's not get this confused. <laughs> Let's 
make sure we're clear on all that People, shit. You know what? And we don't have pictures of ourselves. We just have the cartoons. I mean, I guess if you go to our Instagrams, you will we have seen what we, look, what we look like. But I'll like, put a I feel like the body. way you describe yourself when people see you, they gonna be like, "What is that gonna match what you're just?" I mean, I'm not. I don't look like Fat Albert. Okay, <laughs> I look like Mark Henry. <laughs> And the last time you saw Mark Henry, if oh you did, God. he was pulling a truck or he was throwing a big motherfucker off of a rope. Wait, what's the other guy that you, because when we were looking for my Prius, what did the white man, who did he think you looked like? It wasn't Mark Henry. It's the other person, the football player. It's it's so many. I don't know. Remember what when, man? when we were looking for. Um, Where were we? We were at Birmingham Auto Auction. I don't remember somebody saying I look like somebody. When we were... Uh, oh, he did. He did. Kimbo Slice. Kimbo Slice. What does Kimbo Slice do? <laughs> that is. A world star boxer. Oh, knocking okay. people out on the streets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's who we thought you. Like, people notice it's, it's enough of a resemblance that, like, people say shit. Yeah, and, and it's always those dudes that are top heavy where they kind of look swole mm -hmm. up top. But that's what I mean. But they really just fat. But like me. Fuck was that? What the fuck was that? It sounded like a plane just flew over the goddamn. Like close. Because <laughs> I saw a shadow. What the fuck? I don't know what that was. I don't know. I guess that's we need to be looking for plane crashes in the air. The fuck? It, like, there ain't no airport around here. No, and it was a shadow because I, I thought the lights flashed. It did. They did. There was the light. The lights flickered. Yeah. What the fuck was that? I don't know what that was. Listen, y'all. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but it sounded like an airplane just flew very close like over my building. Like it's been a crash somewhere Damn. close. Goddamn. Um... Okay, so you have not had anybody ask you about cuckold? No, no, they have not. Uh, I foot fetishes again. This was but, from... and, and this is another thing. When you see it online, you always see very attractive white women. Okay, with a black know. dude, you know, in in porn, you mm -hmm. know, like. I just have a feeling it's not gonna be like that in real life. Probably not. <laughs> it's not at all. I'm sure this man who was calling me's wife probably was not an attractive white lady. Yeah, like <laughs> I doubt that she was an attractive white woman. I just like, have a feeling. Like Miss Doubtfire and Dennis Quaid coming up to you asking <laughs> if you want to be the third <laughs> in the situation. You like, mm -mm. <laughs> no, I'm busy. We didn't even tell you the date. I'm, I'm busy. <laughs> Indefinitely, I'm busy. Indefinitely, I'm busy. <laughs> uh, I don't get. Listen, everybody has their fetishes and they are entitled to them. Foot fetishes are still weird to me. I don't get it. I don't get fetishes for the most part. Like I, it, I, I would just need. I would like to know, like somebody's first experience that led them to being like all about feet. Um, Cause there's a lot of that. It's summertime now. I'm noticing the change on Tinder. There's I've seen two now, two profiles of people who just want to fuck with people's feet. So this is what I think. I think that it takes a, a series of different things. Okay. I think one, the very core of a person has to have a natural propensity, genetic predisposition, okay, to be highly influenced by uh, different things that happen in the world. So okay. I don't think it's just it would just apply to fetishes, but I think they brain have to be very susceptible to adopting ways of thinking. I also think that that same brain has to be a brain that 
in that event, development kind of shifts. So where a person would experience this thing, like say somebody who has a leather fetish, let's say the person with this brain slept on a couch that was leather and they had a wet dream mm-hmm. and their body and their brain habituated that feeling of the leather to the feeling of that sexual uh, experience. Mm-hmm. And hence now it's connected to where some people would not connect those things. Normal brains would not connect that feeling of leather to that. Yeah. That brain would. And not only that, but that brain mm-hmm. would not be able to get past that feeling, you know? So maybe a foot fetish comes from cousins. Well, one of them, one of the because women never have foot fetish. Like women never have, Feet are gross. That it's only men for some reason. But either way, <laughs> um, I would imagine like when cousins where they gotta sleep foot to face, like oh yeah, foot to you know what I'm foot saying? The head. Foot to head, and he wake up from a good dream and see his little cousin feet in his face. Oh. I don't know. I, I that's what I think though. I think that it connects to a moment in time in which yeah. you should grow from that moment, but you don't. You're like halted in time, and I think. That's what I think about pedophilia, personally. I think pedophilia is a moment where something happened at that age where it's okay to happen. If you are a twi- and if you you 12-year-old and, and, and you were around a 12-year-old girl and something happens, mm-hmm. you get stuck in that moment and you can't leave that attraction for that 12-year-old. You can't leave it. But I think that's because of that, that the way your brain is structured and the way that it doesn't help you grow past that moment. You end up being frozen at that sexual moment. And you connect it to all of your sexual moments. I think that's what I think. Um, but you know, I don't know. Who knows? Um, Ben Carson. If y'all have not seen that, wait a minute. Video. Hold on. Oh. Um, I'm inclined to believe that people who are advocate defenders of kinks got some special kinks. Now I don't know what your kinks is, Colin. I don't know. I ain't asking. <laughs> I don't want to know. But I want you to know that I believe you got some kink life going on, okay? Or he's just somebody who feels like people should be free to have their kink. He might not be have his own kink. Because he don't want his judged. <laughs> That's how that works. I mean... The I only people with secrets who shame people with secrets is hardcore Christians. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Everybody else who got secrets know better. <laughs> Everybody else who got their own secrets just be like, oh, I ain't saying shit. <laughs> I ain't saying shit about their secrets. I got my own shit. I got mine. Oh God. And, and so, uh, and then I'm gonna talk about the uh, the Mississippi lawmaker <laughs> that punched the lady. <laughs> like what? <clears throat> God. <sighs> they came out with this. They had a whole thing, but this is the part that's weird. Um, Though we understand the media's desire to immediately engage in speculative reporting in any matter such as this, the taking of things out of context has been surprising. We are not the people who have recently been displayed in certain stories. While Doug nor I claim to be perfect, the twisting of information has misrepresented me and the truth. What? We intend to let the process work as designed, and we refuse to feed into the frenzy that has been initiated by the misleading reporting been done. We will ask that you reserve judgment and request that you respect our family and our family's privacy. Okay, so you can't say y'all don't know what's going on. Wait until we let you know what's going on 
We ain't gonna let you know what's going on. <laughs> Respect our privacy. None of this shit said it didn't happen. Nope. None of this shit rendered an apology. <laughs> and this was by the wife. Yeah. This that shit that make me so got. Oh, why are you taking up for this nigga that punched you in the face? Because fuck him. Because he is the breadwinner. Fuck him. Because he said, "Bitch, you know if you leave me, <laughs> you ain't gonna get none of this politics money. I'm gonna fight you tooth and nail for everything you got." You're going to go out to these people and you're going to apologize to me. This would be the perfect time for her to leave. You out here looking like some kind mm -hmm. of perv now. This is the He's perfect opportunity. Like, apologize to me for calling the police. Man. So, oh, I don't know, man. that hurts me that it's she the one made a statement and she taking up for his ass. He punched her and blooded her nose because she wasn't getting, I'm about to fuck you, but it's not fast enough for you. So, I get punched in the face. What? the fuck and now i'm apologizing <laughs> no that is crazy that is crazy as fuck um <laughs> if y'all hadn't watched ben carson like <sighs> he is so not the person for the position that he is in he had no idea what this lady was talking about and yet this is a, a base term for anybody in real estate and he thought that he was actually talking about fucking oreo cookies and when there was a black lady that was asking him questions and he was like not answering and of course she said reclaiming my time and then he said reclaiming my time and she had to tell him you don't get to do that you don't get to reclaim it because <laughs> you're not on the like he is so incompetent in this particular area like yes he is a, a neurosurgeon that's what his lane is but this shit right here this 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 hud shit he don't know shit about that he looks stupid as fuck if you haven't like seen him you need to because he just looked like an airhead Ben carson is the essence of the <laughs> phrase when i say I'm smart at what I'm smart at. <laughs> because, like, right now, him carrying on, I'm not even sure if he's smart at being a surgeon. <laughs> it it feels like it right now it makes more sense. If somebody said Ben Carson never actually performed surgery, he just had somebody else come and do it, leave, <laughs> and then he took the credit. That makes more sense it does right, right now, now than him being an actual brain surgeon. Hot, like just the way that he was kind of like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like he just was not aware at all of what was going on, what he was being asked. And he, did you see? He made a post making fun of him saying Oreo cookies, and, and made a he posted a picture of Oreo that's cookies. What you're supposed to do. Is it? That's the best. Listen, <laughs> that is the best defense for stupidity <laughs> to just embrace it. Ben Shapiro did the same thing. He got on to he got onto a radio show. You know Ben Shapiro. Mm -mm. He's just a conservative. He's like white Candace Owens, okay, basically. But he got onto a BBC show with one of the most conservative um, personalities um, on BBC, mm -hmm. and didn't know who he was. And but he just has a really confrontational style <laughs> of challenging the shit you done said. <laughs> and he said, "See, this is what left is doing. Left, 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 left." And, and everybody was like, the dude actually said, if you knew how preposterous that statement was <laughs> <laughs> that you said, you would not have said it. Because <laughs> this dude, like, I mean, he is super conservative over there. 
And Ben Shapiro probably got online and said, well, this is how it feels to get destroyed. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the best defense. You can't defend. Some shit you just can't defend. Sometimes you just got to say, yeah, I was stupid. Because it would have been worse for him if he would have tried to fight that shit. Same as Ben Carson. You can't fight some shit. <laughs> like, ain't no way to even twist that. Yeah. Ain't no way to twist that. She was like, he not equated real estate terms with cookies. <laughs> The only way you can connect that to anything, well, in my real estate development, the 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 house that we have that is a sample that people walk in and look at it at the new development, we have cookies in it, Oreos for free. They can eat those, and that's even a low level of real estate. We ain't even talking about like when you're talking about real estate on Ben Carson and Trump level, you ain't even talking about them ever even stepping foot in them houses. You're talking about them just setting up shit. And she for stuff to happen for them to make money from. Clearly said REOs. <laughs> like she clearly said REOs. I don't know why he thought she was talking about cookies. I don't know if he was hungry. Maybe <laughs> he was like, oh, Oreos? Did you say something about cookies? Like I don't I don't know. I don't know what was going through his But mind. like why why are we surprised right now? True. I mean Why are we surprised? This is the nature whether it's Bessie DeVos, Jesus, whether Jesus. it's Ben Carson. We should not be surprised. Oh, this is what's was, going on in our country. Bessie was so terrible. I'm so glad I ain't had to hear from her in a while. Cause that bitch was stupid too. She, this, they're not. They are not the people for those positions. They have no idea what they're doing. They have no idea about the positions that they're in. They don't know. Oh, Mnuchin. Hell. <sighs> How. In 2016, our country said, hey, it's time for a change. All of the money got racist people on it. Andrew Jackson is the worst. We need to replace the person on the $20 bill. Let's replace it with Harriet Tubman. Everybody okay with that? Yeah, we all okay with that. <laughs> Trump wins. And now Trump is like, I don't know if it's because, see, he's trying to make it sound like it's for security issues. He was like, no, we're not worried about uh changing the imagery on the $20 bill. We're worried about the security and changing the imagery would not make the $20 bill more secure. So we're focused on security. And I promise you, by the time they leave the office, ain't nothing security related going to be done to a $20 no, bill. No, because they've already changed it and put the hologram. Like, it is what it is as far as the security part of the money is concerned. He don't want to put Harriet on there. I just, you know, it just make me wonder how Trump is having these conversations in the back room, back room, back rooms. Like, for people he really, really trusts. I feel like he's, ain't no way no black ass blackie <laughs> finna be on no $20 bill while I'm in the office. Now take that to CNN. <laughs> Leak that one. <laughs> Trump in there talking like a black preacher. Oh Jesus! Ain't no way <laughs> y'all finna put <laughs> no old slave <laughs> on no twenty dollar bill <laughs> while I'm in office. Huh? <laughs> now leak that. <laughs> Can I get a witness? <laughs> I can't stand you. You know how that's how they be doing. <laughs> that's called hooping and hollering, everybody. That's what they call it. Oh, you have anything else on Collins later? No, we we will talk too long about politics. Oh God, and we got to get back into it anyway this week. So either way, if you, oh sorry, last week we talked about putting some um, comments up on Facebook, uh, and we did get some interaction. The post went like this: "Hey, wonderful listeners, this post is meant for you to be able to share any of your thoughts on the podcast this week." 
episode titled Deliver Us from Bama and answer some of the questions we had at the end of the show. Jump into the conversation. Hashtag Conda Combo. And we had some people like that, Colin included. And we had Natalie and Tag uh, respond. If Natalie could go back in time, Natalie could go back in time. She won. I wouldn't have gone to the same graduate school, too. I would have been a nursing, engineering, or computer science major. Three, I would have spent more time with my mom during the past year. Four, I would have saved more money in college. She would have did all responsible things. All the things that she sent us about in the letter before. Yeah. You know, so yeah. being responsible, admirable. Yes. Uh, Tag said, uh, addressing the going back in time question, I probably go back to high school and make or unmake some decisions that contributed to my current anxiety issues. Then I pick some stock in Google and sit pretty for the rest of my days. <laughs> the first part of that, very, very admirable. It the is. second part, you know, do what you got to do. I'm going back to birth. Okay. <laughs> I'm going back to birth and what? I'm changing all kinds of shit. All right. I thought about this. Butterfly effect, man. I don't give a damn. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. Have you seen the movie on Netflix, See You Yesterday? Mm-mm. See You Yesterday? Yeah. Mm-mm. It's about two black kids that are super duper smart. Okay. And they have figured out how to time travel. Okay. But they don't have enough equipment to travel back that far. They can only travel back a day and they can only be there for 10 minutes before they come back. Mm. So doing it creates a flurry of different things. Um, And it made me think, I, I saw that movie and I was thinking about this question. I was like, you know what, what would I do? But in the line, what I quit, I would go back to birth. <laughs> I would go back to birth and I'm, we gonna be seeing good by the time I'm seven. <laughs> Seven. By the time I'm seven, yes, we're going to go. What are you going to do listen. between birth and seven? One, we going back, right? So my daddy <laughs> went to jail when I was about three. Daddy's still going to jail, okay? <laughs> we're not stopping daddy from going to jail. He's going to be incarcerated. He owns some other shit right now at this point in my family's life. <laughs> he need to pay for that. He got snitched on. This is how he got by one of his friends. Damn. This is how he got caught up. You know what? He made them decisions. Pay for them. When he get out of jail, we're going to have him right, okay? <laughs> He'll be okay. He won't have nothing to worry about. But at three years old, I'm going to have to wait until my daddy get arrested, though. <laughs> because if I give any hint of what's going on, the shit ain't going to happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like end game. If I say what's going to happen, it ain't going to happen. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm going to be aware of all this. So at three years old, after my daddy get locked, I'm going to be like, what's up, mama? I got some shit to tell you, all right? And she gonna already be like, "What?" Yeah, look. First off, daddy gonna be in jail until the late nineties. <laughs> All right, let's go on ahead and get that one squared away. And she gonna be like, "How the hell you? Like, I'm three years old. <laughs> Listen, mama, fuck that. You you know I ain't supposed to be talking like this. I'm from the future. I've lived this life already. I'm gonna make us rich." <laughs> Now, I have to do some research before I go back because I don't know what years Yahoo came on the scene, yeah, all these yeah. different things, Apple, Polaroid, everything, <laughs> everything that come on the scene, I'm going to have it down pat. I'm going to say, look, mama, Yahoo. She's going to be like, you mean you who? The chocolate drink? You want some? You three. No, mama, Yahoo is an up and coming new uh, online venture that you need to put some stock in. 
I'm three. She don't know what the fuck going on. She gonna be like, I don't know what's happening. Listen, mama, I'm a, I've lived the future. Let me tell you something about yourself, okay? I'm gonna tell you something about yourself. You ready to hear it? In your childhood, damn, what would I tell her? It's so much shit. <laughs> but I don't want it to be too traumatic. <laughs> um, You told me when you was little. You told me this when I was 30. <laughs> the last time I lived this life. You told me that you had a note that you wrote, I love God or I love Jesus on. And you went and you buried it in the field. And a week later, you came back and found that same note. And it wasn't wet or nothing. It wasn't damaged. It was perfect. She told me that. Okay. She told me that story after I worked with some kids. And she ain't gonna know how I know that, but she gonna know that I know. But man, I'm changing. So daddy's still gonna go to jail. We gonna be rich by the time I'm seven, though. <laughs> we leaving Alabama. We going somewhere fucking lavish. I don't give a fuck about the timeline. <laughs> I'm, li- I'm going by Avengers rules. It ain't shit you do that affect the timeline. You just create alternate timelines that you don't even experience. <laughs> What's happening in the other timelines? I'm here. I'm rich. I'm rich now. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not responsible. I'm not responsible with this power. I, mean, I, I don't need respons- it. I, I would have no, because I said I would have. I would have went natural earlier. I would have been one of the first huge YouTubers with the whole natural shit because nobody really cares about that shit now. But i could have did that and i would have majored in something different so i would have did a mix of of responsible and just selfish shit i had been a mix mixture of those things all the way irresponsible but i wouldn't have went all the way back i still would have went to college not I, man i i got so many asses to whoop across my lifetime <laughs> I got so many asses to whoop. I, I dealt with a lot of shit as a kid. I got a lot of asses to whoop, boy. I I would. I feel confident that I would have fought the bully that bullied me a little bit back then. Some friendships that I would not have particularly participated in. Is this dude that was my best friend in like the first half of one of our grades, mm-hmm. named Benjamin. And he currently cross-dresses in a show that they produce out of my hometown called The Real Housewives of Alabama. Wait. What? Yeah. Okay. Ben's life took a turn. It did take a turn. (laughs) But I would have gotten rid of some friendships. (laughs) Um, It's so many things I would have done. So many things I would have done differently. I see, and then and I don't know. See, we rich at seven. My, I'm seven. We rich. Yes. So my mama ain't mean to stepdaddies that I had. So oh, yeah. I don't think I got to do nothing about them because Mm-mm. I curved that whole path. We rich now. <laughs> we done moved on up. The only people trying to holler at mama is dudes that ain't got. I don't mean no good. And I'm a therapist in this life. So I'm eight years old saying, Mama, no, you can't date him. His psychological trauma has impacted him so deeply that if you bring him into our life, you're going to impact me and my brother and yourself on an even higher level than we will recognize. So no, you see the red flags. If you don't, I see him, Mama. No, you can't date him. I will fuck this up for you. <laughs> we, I'm a, 
You're going to give your mama a hug. I'm going to play my card too. I'm like, we are rich because of me. <laughs> you know what we'll be living if it wasn't for me? We'll be living in a fucking shack with the fucking back of the house separated from the foundation with rats in it. <laughs> we moved on up because of me. You is not going to date this nigga here. Go to your room that I paid for. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, I'm fucking up the timeline, y'all. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm leaving y'all back here. <sighs> well, depending on how my shit went, I might not have met none of y'all either. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, if you have anything I else. mean, I'm going back in time knowing that I knew y'all. Yes. You can find us, I guess, if you wanted to. That shit ain't going to work out. You do the same thing you did with your mama. Like, look. <laughs> <laughs> We were friends. I guess, I guess I can assume that all y'all still gonna convene here. No, we wouldn't, cause you were the you were the. No, whole no, no, reason. not here in terms of like with us together, but you still eventually would have came to Birmingham. They ain't have shit to do with me. But uh, if I majored in something different, I wouldn't. But but you wouldn't have. But that's what I said. I would have gone back and majored in something different. But you ain't going back in my timeline. I'm going back in my timeline. So you. But if going back in my timeline, I still, it'll still change. No, what I'm saying is I'm assuming that ain't nobody else got this ability when I'm going back. Oh, okay. So you doing all the same shit you would have so done. So I'll still be here. So yeah. I can still come to Birmingham, yes. find y'all and be like, look, I know y'all don't know me, but I'm finna change your life. <laughs> Cole Jackson, Shogun, Leroy, Rockman, your life has changed. <laughs> Y'all gonna be like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> but we gonna do it. We gonna find out. That's hilarious. It makes me wonder what of your life with me being a part of it has been impacted. Like, what would change? Like, I don't know. Mmm. Without I, me ever existing in your life. I wouldn't know any of the people that I know. <laughs> like this whole group of people I wouldn't I wouldn't know. I only know them through you. Um nothing at, at nothing in Montgomery would have been different. But here, maybe some things would have been different. You would have well, had to have somebody else help you move outside of me, maybe. We well, yeah, but like what would have changed in Montgomery? The only thing that happened was you moved to. Uh, you, you moved. moved, I, moved, I, moved. Vill- yeah, I moved to Village Green, then you moved to Village Green. And then you left Village Green. I, was I still there? I was still there. You were still there when yeah. I left. Um, maybe not so much in Montgomery. But definitely here would have been completely different mm-hmm. <laughs> if you didn't exist. You know, anyway, enough of the going back shit. We, clearly, it's just a very <laughs> subjective and unfounded dialogue. Okay, if you have a question you'd like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook, conversationconartist, and send it to us that way. So last week, uh, I talked about the real nigga dissertation. It's like every week, Black Twitter does some shit. This week, Black Twitter had the finishing or wrong lyrics. So, like, you say a lyric or be like, and then just be like, oh, whatever they said. So, like, mm-hmm. Dust himself off and try his friend or whatever Aaliyah said. Well, that's horrible. <laughs> Goddamn, Aaliyah won't say no shit like that. Don't even put them words in Aaliyah's mouth. 
round of applause send it to my cash app clap clap or whatever walker said i don't know what song that's from i I only know like two songs (laughs) and that don't sound like neither one of the ones that i know meet me at the altar with joe paychecks or whatever jacket is said. <laughs> i mean it's very clear that they said white dress i was thinking this was about where you can't really understand no it. this was not like you just fucking them up on purpose uh i got four niggas oh i only got four niggas or whatever avant said instead of four minutes <laughs> four what niggas oh hell. <laughs> was this like a an orgy I mean, like, four niggas like my partners is what I would have thought. Not like an orgy. So, is a man saying this not a woman? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It can have different meanings based on what... <laughs> I mean, I so. she playing four different dudes, getting their money and loot. It could be she having an orgy with all of them. It could be, I guess. Uh, cash out be anything from 99 to 2000 or whatever the fuck you would I'm still stuck on the four minutes. Why are you stuck on I say four niggas. Because the whole context of that song, why would you even say that? The gist of the whole song is getting them back. Relationship context. But it has nothing to do with what the song is actually about. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) They don't have to have anything to do with the original song. But I mean, you still wouldn't wouldn't use that for 12 play. No. No. How, what would a dude look like if he used 12 play as the song to mention <laughs> relationships with his homeboys? I don't <laughs> You know how men gonna look at that. No, but that's because niggas. Nigga, don't ever put me in no shit like that ever again <laughs> in your life. Don't tag me in no shit like this. That shit gay, nigga. That's what they gonna do. You know it. <laughs> don't use Avant for, for your uh, brotherhood shenanigans. <laughs> We depressed or whatever DJ Khaled said. It's funny, but it's sad. Baby, <laughs> it is very sad. Uh, baby, die on me. Leave me your life insurance policy or whatever Pretty Ricky said. Grind on me. <laughs> okay. No. Don't shake, what your servant, shake what your surgeon gave you or whatever he said. Who was he? Who did shake what your mama gave you? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they didn't know neither. That's why they said he. <laughs> why are you even using it? Google, we got Google. Oh my we God. Find it out. This is so fucked up. It's like Braille and then it's got, oh, whatever Stevie wants to say. <laughs> See, that's how people, they be getting, they be doing too much. It always evolves into too much. <laughs> Every time. Uh, so that was the one from this week. Like it seemed like they do something every week. So now what I'm gonna do is if I find one weekly, I'm gonna talk about whatever Black Twitter was doing that week. So that was Black Twitter this week. They were t- fucking up song lyrics on purpose. So it wasn't what it sounded like. It was just them fucking them up on purpose. Context matters. <laughs> oh my God. What do you have, sir? Let's see what I'm gonna talk about. Man, more house. Man, shit. If you are, look. I'm not a dude. It wouldn't have worked out for me either way, but. Yeah. Robert F. Smith's gift to Morehouse students sets a standard for others of great wealth. He is paid it for by freeing the potential of young graduates. So he said that basically he's going to pay off their loans. Now. The way he framed it, he said that. 
<laughs> my family is working on a grant that will pay off y'all loan. That does not sound as clear. It don't. <laughs> but you know what? Who gives a fuck? He's a billionaire. He can say whatever he wants to say. <laughs> Period. Okay. He can lie, yeah. cheat, steal. It don't matter. He is a billionaire. It just don't sound definite when you say it like that. Like, it we're working on a green. It don't. But you know what? If if it was not true and he just got all them young boys excited. That'd be fucked up. It would be fucked up, but it don't matter because he's a billionaire. <laughs> I, 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 we're not going to say that he's, he, he's going to pay off their loans, which is amazing. And also a kick in the teeth to anybody who was supposed to graduate that semester and fucked it up. <laughs> oh, man, you know how sick I'd be if I sat out that last semester. I'll just finish in 2020. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I, I, I ain't going back to school. Fuck school. Fuck the system. This random lottery ass looking oh, ass life. Oh my nigga, that would be so fucked up if you were supposed to graduate and you didn't because you was whatever, whatever the reason was. If that if if, if May 2019 was supposed to be your shit and you didn't graduate and then this nigga paying off everybody loans, how do you go on? Think <laughs> about the that. people who they advisor messed up their schedule and they gotta take one more class. Oh. Bro, they gonna be outside your car with a crowbar. <laughs> when you get off of work, they just gonna be doing that old cliche ass hand they fist with the crowbar, walking towards you real slow. Whoop your ass now! You get your ass. You beat. gotta get your ass beat at this point. You you fucked them up out of what? Who knows? How, Cause it's it's an HBCU, so it's expensive. Like forty eight thousand a year, some shit like that is expensive as fuck to go to a, a HBCU. Morehouse. Mm-hmm. Especially, but imagine, imagine the kids that took less least loans as possible, worked their ass off, and they they roommate who took all the max loan they could get, motherfucking making it rain in the club and shit. Like, and ain't gotta pay that shit back now. <laughs> Your responsible ass ain't. Eh? Damn, uh, it's just so many variables. There's so many people that's sick in a whole bunch of different environments. <laughs> Even out of everybody who won, it's somebody looking at somebody. Yo, bitch ass, I spent all that money and I've been working my ass off <laughs> at Red Lobster and got shit to show for it. <laughs> Damn. Like, it's people in there that still, it's people graduating right now that still got loan money in their bank account. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. They be using that to get the first apartment when yeah, they got to move off campus. <laughs> shit. Debt free. But, you hell know, no. I think. I don't think this is gonna set a standard because Hell one, no. it ain't enough black billionaires Mm-mm. that's gonna get out here and be willing to pay. No. Um. But it also ain't that many damn. It ain't that many black colleges out here. It's not. I mean, I do like. I do think that if it was an initiative, the black community, the wealthy black community, could make college at least more affordable. Yeah, because again, HBCUs are more expensive than going to a, a traditional college in your state. It's way more expensive. Like this black man was willing to say, "I pay our loans off." This is about forty million dollars. Yep. Uh, Damn. Of of money that forty million dollars for one graduating class. That's how. Like this is such a racket. <laughs> Jesus. But I mean, imagine if, and there's no stipulations. Like uh-huh. imagine if the black community started, like the wealthy black community started building up a fund in which 
with certain stipulations, mm-hmm. they will fund people going to school. Like we ain't really just funding you to go and make it rain in the club. We ain't funding <laughs> your lifestyle while you're in college. We actually funding an education the way if you show that you're dedicated to it, we can do this. Like imagine if yeah. imagine if it looked like that. Or imagine if he didn't do this for Morehouse. He just started that fund now for all HBCUs. You know what? I would be a lot more apt to tell my kids, y'all need to go to an HBCU. Yeah. You know they got that fund. You know what I'm saying? You know that you'll be able to succeed if you put put the work in. Yeah. I mean, that'll be that could be a really good initiative. It could be. But he said we're gonna work on a grant. Don't grant come from federal government? Normally, yes. I don't understand. And the federal the government, government gonna pay for so black ass school to have some. And the the grant, I mean, the loan money is federal money too. Like, is they paying themselves? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, most of the loan, like, unless you go through like Sally Mae. The loans from the um, Department of Education are that's federal money anyway, so I don't even know how that will work. <laughs> Cause my my loans were I didn't get any through Sally Mae. All of mine is Department of Education, so I'm paying the government back, not Sally. Fuck Sally. I didn't even get no loans from Sally. All mine from the government, which is worse. I feel like because they gonna get their shit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Trump don't want a black person on a twenty dollar bill. He definitely ain't finna pay for a school full of people. No. Nor is Betsy DeVos. Oh, bitch is. Oh, I can't stand her. Oh, I can't stand her. Um. <laughs> Con man scared woman he met on Match.com and convinced her to hand over $80,000 after dating for a Do week. it then, King! <laughs> there was two of these stories. There was that, and then there was man arrested after scamming dozens of women through dating apps, reportedly stolen from their purses when they slept over to his Oh house. hell no, nah, that's bad. So it's like he must be real attractive. No, how is he not attractive? He oh, looked he like, was only. Oh uh, well, he's attractive by like most people's standards. I don't like like super buff dudes because I, I I feel like if you if you buff. That means you go to the gym, and you gonna probably want me to go to the gym, and I ain't going. Listen, if you're not buff, you got to do way too much work to get a woman to spend a night at your house. <laughs> so, if he did that, how much did he scam him out of? Uh, Does it say? Let me see. He just stole money out of purses. So how ain't much gonna be nothing. These women carrying. It can't be. No, the eighty thousand dollars was. Different. I know. What I'm saying with that guy. Uh it don't say how much money. How much cash you carry? I don't never. You don't even carry no purse. My, I have my ID and oh. my ball. <laughs> I have my ID and my um, debit card in my phone. Like I don't, and and when I do have a purse, I rarely have cash, rarely. So, and his name is Wilson Jackson. Wilson Jackson. <laughs> yes. Sound like a superhero alien. He stole from their purse while they were asleep, uh, or using the restroom, or asked for a loan that he. I wish a motherfucker would ask for a loan. What? We just met. <laughs> so that was Wilson Jackson. And then you have John Martin Hill. His name is so much more prestigious and he stole so much more money. Because <laughs> so much in a name. Um, he has a warrant out for his arrest. He's been charged with theft by deception after he reportedly posed as a millionaire and told the victim that he wanted to buy a house with her after only dating for a week. The woman gave Hill more than $80,000. She's so stupid. $80,000 toward the purchase of a house after he told her they should live together and even took her house shopping. But as soon as Sis gave him the money, he allegedly (laughs) took off. 
Why? Why what? Why would you, even if I believe that you are a millionaire, let's say I believe that shit in Gwinnett County, Georgia. <laughs> let's say I believe you. I don't care that you, I'm not finna move in with you after a week, a week. That don't nothing seem suspicious about that. I mean, I'm just a suspicious ass person. I think you person. fail to understand how desperate some of these women are. I mean, look, I'm I'm finna be 35. I want to get married and have a baby. My t- the clock is ticking on by, but I still not after no fucking week finna move in with no nigga. A week? My stepmama. No way. Met my daddy while he was in prison. I don't get that either. <laughs> I'm just saying, you do not know <laughs> how desperate some of these women oh are God. for possibilities. If like, he, he you... was in jail with my stepmama's sister's husband, and <laughs> she was coming to visit her husband, and she saw my daddy visiting with my grandma, and I guess she was like, oh hey, girl, it's old handsome old man <laughs> in that prison over there. They say he good. He can cook, too. He be cooking for them. They say he doing good, girl. He ain't murdered nobody. He gonna be out in six years. I'm telling you, girl, you need to go and holler at him. I can set something up where you can come down and visit him. Okay, I'll meet him. Who the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with you? That you're coming to the jail to meet a new dude today. Is it really that fucked up on these streets? Oh, I hope. Oh. That you rather take a dude who you hope has changed his life uh. when he get out? <laughs> because he just paid the ultimate price for his own shenanigans? Like, I ain't willing to find a man that might do some shit to go to jail. I'd rather find a man that's already gone to jail and might be better from it. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck her thought process was. Oh, Jesus. It's, that's terrible. Okay. If he's a millionaire, why are you giving him eighty thousand dollars? I guess so she can feel like she going in, so it's equal. Like it's not his house; it's their house from the beginning. I'm like, what? My Come broke on, ass millionaire. You buy the house, and I'll pay you back. I ain't even gonna say to pay you back, Paul. We gonna both be living there. <laughs> so. Like, what the fuck? Even if I had $80,000, which I don't, but if I had $80,000 that I could part with, that the whole thing is stupid. Like, you have to be a special kind of desperate and stupid. I don't think there should be a warrant out for his arrest. What do you mean? He stole $80,000 from her. <laughs> Stole is a very harsh word. It's what he did. It's what he did. If, if, it's white collar crime, but it's still oh, crime. Man, look, <laughs> if I if if, if, if a seven year old go up to another kid and say the teacher told me to tell you to give me your crayon, it's you should the, the you should go to the teacher and say, did you tell me? If you just give that person a crayon, you the fool. <laughs> you the dummy. And you know what? You know what the price for being a dummy is? Your crayon is fucking gone. But you ain't getting your crayon back, okay? That's like these people who get tripped up in these pyramids. Like you can, you people go to jail behind stuff like this. This white collar crime. He, they go and arrest him for this. He got to give her her money back. That's bullshit. What? <laughs> so he should be able to keep her eighty thousand dollars. I think eighty thousand dollars is the price you pay for your own stupidity. Sometimes <laughs> when you do shit like that. Okay, I ain't saying he good for it. I'm saying that he's actually smarter than he's smarter than she is. Stupid, he is. 
He is. And she should pay the price. Because. And you know what? She should take whatever other money she got because I'm sure she didn't use her whole $80,000 <laughs> and have people go beat him up and take it back from him. <laughs> See, that's the price he would pay for being a con artist. Not a conversation con artist, <laughs> but a regular con artist. Look, he, that makes less. The one where the guy, like, if you spend the night at his house, he, he rifle through your purse while you over there. That make more sense. And I feel worse for those women because it's like, okay, you know, <laughs> you didn't expect him to go through your purse. Or, but, but, like, I gave you $80,000 after a week because you told me that we going to go buy a house together. You stupid. Like, that's just, that's just. A special I wonder if he did it. this after he uh, after he watched the Cardi B video. What Cardi B video about her drugging, drugging and robbing <laughs> men, except with no drugs? <laughs> All he did was set them up on a date. They clearly had a good time. Like he set them up on a date, a good ass date too. <laughs> like they enjoyed it enough to come back to his house. Yeah. Hopefully, at least the sex was good, and they was just their money was gone in the morning. Yeah. And you ain't even gonna notice it till you ain't with a nigga no more. Cause you don't get up in the morning and look in your purse. So like when you go to pay for some shit, that's when you're gonna be like, I this motherfucker. Well, this one, like, you're hopeful enough. You're hopeful enough that this was a good date. This yes. was a good guy. Yep. We had good sex. I'm gonna get my purse and go. You walking with pep in your step yep. until you get the fucking Panera bread, <laughs> trying to get your breakfast roll. And you be like, Well, well, my purse has been rummaged through. What the fuck? What? Wait a minute, my money is gone. What the hell? And you call that nigga the uh, the phone off. He <laughs> can't even get in touch. But with you know where he live. True. But it ain't like you can do shit to him. No, because you can't prove he took it. Yeah, if that you, makes more sense to me than this nigga with the eighty thousand. No, like it, don't. it does. I can see that. Like I can see somebody getting taken in by that more than like you. it don't make more sense from the con perspective. The dude who's rummaging through purses <laughs> wish he would have did the eighty thousand dollar scheme. <laughs> that he wish he would have. He but he he wasn't gonna be like you could tell the difference. Even in looking at these pictures of them, I seen the I seen the dude who did eighty thousand. He looked like an African scammer. <laughs> he looked like he sent emails from Nigeria talking about some. I'm gonna send you twenty thousand dollars to put in your bank account. <laughs> Cash that check, and you send me back eighteen thousand, and you keep two. <laughs> like he sound like that. He yeah. looked like that. <laughs> but this dude look, and this dude to me look like he rummaged through purses. Like they both look like what they did. <laughs> he look like he rummaged through purses. Listen, all the con artists just want to be a better con artist. <laughs> the dude with eighty thousand dollars, he did good for himself. He need to get his ass beat about it. But he did good for well, himself. Well, he gonna get a. No, he, he not. Gonna he get, not gonna get caught. They gonna find him. <laughs> he got a warrant out for his his arrest, man. John man. Martin Hill probably ain't even his real fucking name. You, he black as hell and look like he African. Damn sure that ain't his name. <laughs> That's a white man name. He chose three white, three of the whitest names to put together. <laughs> And put them together because that sounds like a millionaire in his mind. He got to sound rich. He's a millionaire. John Martin Hill sound a lot better. What I saw the other dude name was that was Remington versus Jackson Wilson, Wilson Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> Wilson Jackson to John Martin Hill. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Got to be careful out here, ladies. Just don't be stupid. I, I just, 
Listen, I no, don't know no, what a no, man no, could do within no. a week. That we got to tell women not to be stupid. We don't. Why? Because this ain't happening in mass. Uh-huh. These are just the stupidest. <laughs> These are just the stupidest women. Just like the stupidest men get conned by women. Okay. And a lot of men don't really get conned by women. They just weigh out the gains for the losses. But when you getting conned like that, nah, that ain't a mass message to go out. That's 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 happened to the dumbest people amongst us. Whew. And it ain't ain't nothing we can do about that as a society except except let them they gonna get killed by the warning labels. <laughs> they gonna be the reason that we get new warning labels and new laws. <laughs> You know, the reason that somebody put on the radio don't operate this shit by water <laughs> is because enough people died doing that shit that they had to be like, okay, well, clearly people don't know that the plug and the water <laughs> don't go are together. not compatible. <laughs> uh, no, everybody out here ain't Benjamin fucking Franklin. Darwin so Awards, man. Darwin Awards. Yeah. The Darwin Award is supposed to be death. <laughs> That's what it's supposed to be. You're not supposed to survive it. <laughs> That's sad. All right. Tennessee is about to become the first state in the nation to make community college free for all adults. So, I did not know this. In 2014, lawmakers... um created legislation in Tennessee called a Tennessee Promise Program that made made tuition and fees free for recent high school graduates enrolled in a community college or technical school. That's cool as shit. Very. Damn. This year, they're rolling out expanding that program for all adults. Any adult, any anybody in Tennessee can go to school. This is what Alabama should be doing instead of trying to tell rape victims they got to have their rapist babies. We're going to get Alabama <laughs> right after this. I'm going to follow right in the Alabama legislation. Uh, and the governor is quoted as saying, if we want to have jobs ready for Tennesseans, we have to make sure that Tennesseans are ready for jobs. And there is no smarter investment than increasing access to high-quality education. To be eligible, students must have been a state resident for at least a year before applying, maintain a 2.0 GPA, which wow. is not high. That's not high. That's what you- Enroll in enough classes to be a part-time student and complete the free application for federal student aid. Damn. And this program will cost about $10 million once fully implemented. Um, and will be funded by, guess what? Take a wild guess. Lottery. The fucking lottery that Alabama keep talking about we ain't gonna have. Georgia got it. Tennessee got it. And so let me just tell y'all what that means about Alabama. That means Alabama is doubling down on morals that don't make sense opposed to other states in the South. Georgia in the South, Bible Belt. Tennessee in the South, Bible Belt. But you know what? Alabama said we're going to diverge from that path of shit that makes (laughs) sense and that will make our citizens have a better time and a greater experience. And we're going to pass this fucking abortion bill. That's going to really, really make a make a hard time for women. Oh. And not only that, but now Alabama lawmakers now want to eliminate marriage licenses. Now, if you don't know, Roy Moore was one of the first judges who said, 
ain't finna sign no goddamn marriage for no gay people. <laughs> yeah, basically. Period. He got removed from the court for that he and did. then subsequently ran for Senate. He did. Um, He lost because it turns out that he was touching 14-year-old girls in the private areas. He gassed them all. Uh, was and, he the one and, gassed them yeah, all? Yeah, at the mall <laughs> being creepy. Hey, young girls, how you like some candy? <laughs> candy. <laughs> <laughs> what you do if somebody in the mall came with you like that? Hey, I like that red How You want some candy? Keep walking. You just keep walking? Yeah. What if he just kept following you like this? <laughs> like around the mall. Call the police. <laughs> I need, not the mall police. Actual police with guns. <laughs> not the mall cops. I'm going to actually call the police. But that was his situation. And because of that, new legislation about you know marriage legalization a whole bunch of uh what what's the role the judges who's supposed to sign the marriage licenses um justice of the peace i don't know anyway hold on i think they're justices of the peace Probate judges. Probate judges. Probate judges were not signing that legislation. They said we ain't signing no marriage licenses. So they're trying to eliminate marriage licenses with this legislation. To keep them from having to sign them for same-sex marriage. I don't think, and, and, and this is the thing, I don't think that's the only thing they're doing. Because in the legislation, which I read, they're going to eliminate the need for them to write that legislation. But, oh, what they got to do? They pretty much just have to affirm if they meet the definition of marriage, they just have to affirm mm -hmm. on paper that they have met that definition, mm -hmm. which it's not clear in the legislation whether they use a world universal definition of or marriage definition. or if they use the Alabama Constitution definition of marriage. If they use the Alabama Constitution definition of marriage, it includes a man and a woman specifically, which means that is a way to circumvent people from being able to get married in the state. And, and the crazy part is, with like all this legislation, it's not saying you can't get married in this state if you're gay. It's just, you just happen to fall outside of the range of what validates your union the same thing with uh with abortion uh the abortion legislation it keeps saying in the legislation it keeps saying that women will not be prosecuted for abortion because the specific definition of abortion in this legislation is using a tool or mm -hmm. a pill or something to terminate the pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And it's weird because what if a woman find that pill on her own and take it and it causes her own abortion? Is she going to be prosecuted? I think, I think she will, but she won't be prosecuted for an abortion. She will be prosecuted for attempted murder. I think that's what's going to happen because it's, it's instances all over the country and, and instances of late term abortion or late term third trimester stuff where a woman did something to her body that impacted her pregnancy and they bring charges against her for doing that. 
it's just fucked up that they would try to do that at such an early stage of the pregnancy after they have outlawed abortion. But it's just no way that they're not going to try to hold women accountable if they do something wrong. Like if a woman set up her own back alley abortion, mm -hmm. you think that they're not going to try to prosecute no, they her? they don't prosecute her. They absolutely are. You know, this week was a difficult week for some of my clients because I have rape victims on my caseload who, you know, I had to just say, just stay off social media right now. You know what I'm saying? Because for you to, and that's the thing that pisses me off about legislation like this. The people that make these decisions are not people who've actually been through this trauma, will ever go through this trauma, have an understanding of this trauma. And so while none of my folks got pregnant by their rapists, to have the world tell you that if you had, you gotta have that baby, or you should, or you, you're a bad person for not wanting to have your rapist. Like, the trauma that that itself does. And it was just a long week of people coming in, like, talking about this, and, you know, what do you say? I don't even, other than, I don't think it's gonna get past the, the Supreme Court because of how stringent it is and including rape victims and incest victims in it but it's just like that shit is so infuriating to me to sit and listen to the pain in these women's voices as they talk about this shit and think about the nonchalance that all these 12 white men passed this fucking legislation it's just infuriating <laughs> um and it, it's just difficult it is difficult to sit face to face with somebody and try to help them process through that when you you know i, I basically just stay off social media just and, right now and, <laughs> and be making plans to move away from alabama at some point yeah there are states that accommodate your life um, there are states that will accommodate your choices better but alabama instead of being worried about what we can do to better education or to encourage the youth that graduate to participate in school systems through helping fund ways that they can go to school uh we are focused on dictating how people choose to live their lives and relationships and inhibiting people from doing things and and getting more babies here having body autonomy more babies here that are going to be poorly educated poorly taken care of because uh, you underfund all these programs you didn't do the medicaid extent like just <laughs> it's just it's just crazy again they're not pro-life they're pro-birth. They want to get the babies here. They don't give a fuck what happens to them after they get here. Alabama is the late, the at the bottom of everything important. Everything important. Education, employment, everything. We at the bottom. So, and, and as far as abortion goes, man, I just have a system upon which there is something at the top of my hierarchy that I believe in. And other things fall up under that. The top of my hierarchy as it pertains to humans is our ability to make the decisions that we want to make. That's mm -hmm. at the top. And I understand that we are inhibited from making some decisions because it impacts other people. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that's where the dilemma of the abortion debate gets it. Right? Because conservatives want to consider they want to consider the semen as, it, as soon as it come out of the man as a human. <laughs> right? Basically, yeah. Um... And so that begs the question, how much of another person is your decision impacting? But the question, the question for me is, when does a life become a life? And when does that life trump the other life? Mm 
Because I read something on Facebook the other day that, that said that a an embryo has more rights than a woman. And an embryo that will become a female has more rights than she will when she's born. Yep. Yeah. That's because of how the dialogue is currently framed in our society. Yeah. And like I said, this whole dialogue is being led by men. Yep. Who think girls got cooties <laughs> and ain't got no business in politics. Ain't got no business driving cars. Ain't got no business making decisions. All y'all are going to be our hosts for our babies. And that's going to be the problem. That's the problem. That's the problem. They leading this dialogue and this bullshit. It very much is. So, Wendy Williams' husband was out here cheating, had been cheating forever. And side chick got pregnant, side chick had a baby, they getting a divorce, it's the whole thing. Now their son is involved. Um, apparently, uh, the son and the husband, who has his name, so it's senior and junior, got into an altercation. Um, and Junior is being charged with assault on Senior. How old is Junior? Junior, he's uh, maybe 18, 19. Older teen. He's not like adult adult, but he ain't a kid either. Um, They apparently got into an argument and... Kevin Sr. is saying that Wendy Williams is brainwashing Kevin Jr. But my nigga, at that age, he know you ain't shit for fucking around on his mama. Like, he don't need her to tell him that. Like, him being mad at you does not automatically equal her brainwashing him. He could really just think you ain't shit for what you're doing. Possible. 100% possible. Um, And it's just fucked up. You know, that's a terrible situation and people use the term brainwash in these instances very <laughs> fucking lightly like brainwashing ain't as simple as saying hey your dad like if you've been a stand-up dad for his whole life <laughs> ain't nothing nobody could do short of electrocuting the boy brain yep to change that so if it was if that turnaround was this fast you ain't really been stand up enough no for the kid to support you unconditionally the way it seems like he's supporting his mama unconditionally. Well, and you, you know, he trying to get uh, spousal support from Wendy and all of this shit. And I think I saw something about child support too, which he's eight. He's at the very youngest, eighteen. <laughs> you ain't getting no child support for him, bro. He's an adult. <laughs> That's not how that works. But just like the fact that insult to injury, like you went and made another baby that everybody knows about that he was taking money Wendy was giving him to give to this this woman and on top of that now you think that she's gonna pay you money like and you well she probably well I don't know this was a very like it depends on if they had a um if they had a prenup and if they had a prenup if it was contingent upon him having infidelity because she got proof of his infidelity in the form of a fucking baby <laughs> this ain't just That's him right. cheating he got a whole goddamn baby out here so she might not have to 
Mary J. Blige didn't have no baby. Who was yeah. the other person? Somebody else ended up paying a lot of money out today, significant other. But mm-hmm. uh, there's a baby involved here, so she might not have to pay him shit. Maybe not. But Maybe I not. just think but, it's you fucked know, up. the people who are going to be ruling on this think women have cooties <laughs> and are the hosts, or think that women are the hosts for the man babies. So you just never know. They be they be giving men light sentences out here. True. Hopefully, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't like when kids are brought into the middle of it because truthfully, that it, the the marriage was between he and Wendy. I get why the son would be upset though. Hopefully this, that somehow can be resolved, but Kevin Senior seemed like a douchebag and so he just seemed like an asshole anyway, like minus all of this that didn't happen here recently. He just seemed like the kind of person you want to punch in the face. I'm not surprised Junior punched him in the face. Some people just got punchable faces. They do. But punching that face is assault. It is. But like, as the as Junior is currently experiencing. Yeah, but you look like a bitch. You gonna really press charges on your son for punching you in the face who you just cheated on his mom? Like you look like a horrible person, John Senior. He is a horrible person. <laughs> so it goes with the situation. <laughs> All right, my mouse went away, so I can't click on anything. <laughs> Let me use the touch screen part of this. Uh, this is my last one, uh, amongst other things. I'm not gonna talk about these ones, I guess, because I want to talk about the other one. Wranglers, Lil Nas, Old Town Road collection slammed as cowboy cultural appropriation. White people, big man. Maybe we'll talk about that next week big or something. Um, dog put down to be buried with owner according to her will. That's that bullshit. But what oh, I wanted, I wanted to be able to rant about that. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. Well, maybe we'll do it later. Because um, we got to have time for these questions. Uh, but this is what I'm going to talk about. Laverne Cox wants to stop the erasure of trans men and abortion conversations. So I know that statement sounds a bit off. But trans men who have not had any surgeries or anything have a working female system. Yes. So if they were to be raped, they could become impregnated in which it, to me, it sounds like this population would need abortions more than any other population. Considering that what that pregnancy may do. Now, I'm not even debating all that. All I'm saying is there is a group of people out here that because we like to see what the natural inclination of men going to be like, oh, you want to be a man? You don't want to be a man? Oh, Why no. you want to talk about abortion? No, I mean. That's not what I was. Um, you know, so it's just, it's just, it's just different. It is. It's very different. What are your thoughts? You can't you can't formulate your words. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how to say it in the end. Just say it. It's just kind of like I, when when we say Black Lives Matter and they say All Lives Matter, you know. 
it's not that I don't. I get it, and I get why why that would be an issue, but it's just kind of like <laughs> it's hard enough right now in this conversation with just trying to get the rights for these women. Like it's almost impossible. It seems like, and I don't know. It's just frustrating to me. I guess would be the word. I guess so. In order for it to be valid, I would want to know if this statement was fueled by how much this has happened. Because if it's happened enough and we just don't know about it because we are not, we ain't really looking for trans crimes and what happens. I guess that would make I a understand. difference. But if it's more like hypothetical, like when All Lives Matter came out saying, you know, white people get killed in the streets. Where they at, Becky? <laughs> Where the videos? <laughs> It was one video of a kid getting a white kid getting shot yeah. in a car, and that's all I seen in the span of seven years. It just so feels- it's the same thing. Like if if it's not really abundant, then it's really just inserting yourself into the conversation. And sometimes I feel like that happens a little bit with with trans issues, especially when it comes to women women's issue, and then them saying, "Well, you can't leave us out of the conversation." It's like. <laughs> But you did. You weren't. This wasn't a conversation that was being had as it pertains to y'all until we trying to get these rights over here. Now it's like, oh, but us too over. It's like that just frustrates me because it's hard enough. You know what I'm saying? Like it's hard enough. Like let us. <laughs> the difficulty with the trans conversation for me, especially when it comes to trans women, is why would you want to be classified as the same as women? I. I don't but they do I know but it would seem to be more beneficial to have your own identity carved out for all that does and doesn't mean well what I've heard the the explanation for that is that the dysphoria of them is is that they 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 are women in their mind and their their spirit they're women Carving out a whole other separate entity would still be saying that they're not women. It would still be feeding into that dysphoria, I guess. But it absolutely, that dialogue comes from a world that they wish we had rather than the one that we True. have. Very much so. Which means they're not taking into account the context of what we understand sexuality to be and how they are represented in the outliers of that. Yep. You know, and, and and the reality is that's how our world is. And so having your own carved out identity to me would seem to be more valuable as a group. You know, it would seem to like search for your own validation. Stop looking like I would think that it would be more beneficial not to look for validation and being accepted by society as a part of this group considering the context by which you would think circumstances exist but they want to be equal and again i guess my frustration comes in when they know normally when i'm hearing that they want to be equal is when we're fighting for something for women like for some kind of right that we have been trying to get because this shit has been going on women's rights forever but it's like oh but us too and it's like but it's a separate thing though <laughs> like it's not the same it, for me again it's like black lives matter all lives matter 
it detracts from what the current topic is. It, it, it's just, but I mean, I know it sounds bad for the, to have this conversation, but like a trans man still has a risk of having ovarian cancer. Yep. A man does not have a risk of having ovarian cancer. Mm-hmm. So at a certain point in time, you do have to identify to your doctors that you were at birth a woman. Mm-hmm. And so you're at risk for woman issues. If we completely breast cancer too. Well, men can have breast cancer. Can you have breast Yes. Really? Yes. Men can have breast cancer. It's not to the degree because we don't have a lot of we don't got meat <laughs> up under where our pet set, all that extra meat y'all got. It's so much more room for cancer to fester. But that don't mean it can't happen to men. Men get breast cancer every now and then. Okay. What? The meat. <laughs> I mean, this is what would traditionally be known as titty meat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what a uh, scientific term for that is. Oh, God. Breast, breast tissue. That, what? Breast overages like a bank account. <laughs> some of y'all went over just a little bit, but some of y'all, damn, y'all <laughs> overdrawn like a motherfucker. <laughs> I, I can't. Cole Jackson likes deeply overdrawn bank accounts <laughs> in in the form of titty meat. <laughs> He must have said something on the show because y'all were talking about that shit in the group. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> they got a letter uh, in the last week or the week before last and somebody was like, Cole Jackson, give some love to the eight, eight cups. Oh, and He was like, no. Oh, that's rude. They can't help Because it. I like titties. Somebody come and put the titties. Okay, in my, now if you gonna have meat positivity, then you're gonna have to have breast pie. You can't do that to, to eight cups. It's rude. They can't help that shit. You can't do nothing about look, that. I mean, look, he was forced into a corner, okay? <laughs> Somebody put a gun in his head and said, eight cups. <laughs> and he couldn't betray what he believed in. I, you know what? I respect it. I respect eight cups. I respect all cups, okay? That's rude. But I understand. It's rude. I understand the balance. It's rude. Goes back to the meat positivity then. If you have a small meat, then you should be able to understand the difference. The balance. It's Look, the same meat positivity. Thing. Meat positivity ain't between men and women to me. Meat positivity is self. <laughs> it's like self esteem. Meat positivity is like self esteem for your penis. Yeah, but it, it, your, it, your self esteem or your penis esteem is vastly impacted by women's opinion of it. So, like. It is, but listen, I'm, I got to tell y'all something else about meat positivity, okay? You can't have too high meat positivity <laughs> if your meat don't meet where your positivity is psychologically. All right? I'm just going to tell you that. You can't stand out here like Mandingo and you ain't got the Mandingo package. All right? What you need to know about that situation is you can still be 100% satisfied with your meat because it's not about your meat. It's about pleasing the woman. Oh, I hate you. You need to get your hand game up. You need to get your tongue game up. You need to get your foreplay game up. If you get all of that stuff up, then all you need is 10% meat. Oh, I hate you. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> telling you what women have said. This is what women say. A woman wants to be pleased by her mate. 
She wants some orgasms. If it can be done with the meat, fine. Okay? There's <laughs> plenty of women out here who have gone from a man who pleased her in extremely <laughs> in the bed. <laughs> and they've gone to men who don't have that same level of pleasing, but they, they have other qualities that make that man fuck wittable. You know it. Oh, God. You know it. Quit acting like you don't know because you don't like having these kind of conversations. <laughs> you know it. I'm done. <laughs> I want to talk about the dog. Okay, let's talk about the dog. Okay, a woman wrote in her will that when she die, her dog is going to be put down too and buried with her. Fucked up. Why the fuck does he have to die? Because if he had died first, was they going to put her ass down to put in the, the uh, casket with him? No. So why the fuck should he have to die? I knew that was about to happen. That's fucked up. He shouldn't have to die because she died. Hell, that ain't his fault. He outlived her. Look at the dog. Oh, <laughs> he looked like this some old bullshit. Like his face looked like <laughs> that is so fucked up. Look, I love my dog. I would never ever put no kind of stipulation like that in my goddamn will. It's rude as hell. Now, whoever get my money, you gonna take care of these dogs <laughs> as a part of it. Now that I would do, but like I'm not gonna say you gotta be put down because I died before you. That's fucked up. Well, they did it. She rude as hell. Because again, if the tables were turning, he had died. She was not gonna die with him. She wasn't gonna get killed. They weren't gonna put her ass down. Fucked up. Humans are shit. <laughs> shit. Terrible. We are. We're garbage. <sighs> Trash can juice. Basically. Fuck you gonna put that dog down because he you he's still out here living and thriving. You died. It's weird. I mean it's, Dog was like, I'm living my best life. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about these niggas. And then he's like, what's that needle? <laughs> it's rude as fuck, man. Dog shouldn't have had to die. Fuck her. How they kill him? Do they give him a pill or something? Uh, it's either an injection with a needle or gas. Oh. Yeah, that lady's so crazy. That's fucked up as hell. Okay, that's. I just wanted to say it was <laughs> fucked up. It's real messed up. Fuck. People All right, so we're going back to the questions, everybody. Right. Uh, I'm going to have a post on the Facebook page for you to respond to any other questions or any stories that we talked about with your thoughts and your ideas. And let's continue. Wait a minute. Did we ask what's your best childhood memory? I think that's how I got to Sims. It is. What's your pet peeve? <laughs> I have so many. I know you got like a whole bunch. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's a hard one. Um, let's find something. The pettiest pet peeve you got? I don't think any of them are petty. They're a lot of them are petty. <laughs> a lot of them are useless. A lot of them are just like uh, it's just not it's not worth it. Like what? Give me what? What are my pet peeves that are petty? I don't have petty pet peeves. I I mean I don't know what they are until I see them. 
<laughs> but you got some. Um, oh, me me rubbing my feet on the carpet. There's a reason for there's that. There's a reason, but still. <laughs> on the outside, it looked petty. It's like, don't rub your feet on the carpet. Okay? <laughs> now I got to explain. Listen, my dad, when he would drink, he would get barefoot and rub his feet on the carpet, and it just became, I can't stand it. Like, it fucks with me something tough. So there's a reason for it. It's not just this crazy thing that it's I It's not crazy. I said it's petty. <laughs> it's just tiny. It's just from the outside looking in. It is. People will stare at you and be like, the fuck is that about? <laughs> it's about something. But for people that you ain't close enough to explain, to it, explain to? it to, they just gonna be like, okay. Like you did it at, uh, if somebody was doing that at work and you said, please stop. I, I have. Don't fucking do this. But like they, they the fact that they don't know why you're doing that yeah. is petty. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you mine, and it's universal, and it goes all over the place. I don't know if I know. And you, you might have saw it the other day when somebody leave a top off of a marker. Oh my god, <laughs> that is the most. Like if somebody at a at a dry erase board <laughs> is talking with I the marker in their hand. <laughs> only thing i see is that fucking marker moving and drying out <laughs> and i'm like please put the top on that fucking marker Why please you so much? i have no idea we walked by a marker that was out and he was like come on man <laughs> <laughs> i'm so upset about it Bruh, what's gonna happen is they finna take that marker and try to write in their book and wonder why ain't no fucking ain't going on the pad and it's because oh, because your dumb ass left the top off but you know what i saved you from that problem he now you're gonna come it. and take the top off and your top gonna be purely refreshed and now you can go ahead and finish yeah that was i that was a, i didn't know that that was a pit <laughs> it, it, like if somebody is aboard with a pen in their hand talking i don't hear shit they saying and i don't know where that came from I just know I just know that when you leave something open in the air and the air start drying out the top of it. But it's a marker. <laughs> but that you can apply that to food. I guess. You can apply that to bread. You can <laughs> if you leave your fucking bread exposed to air, that shit gonna get hard. No, I get it. But I don't get why you get so upset about Upset it. ain't the word. It's more like irritated with some simple shit. Yeah, because you was like, come on, man. Like, damn. <laughs> what kind of hurry were you in to not take the top off of the bottom of the marker and put it back on the top of the marker where it was supposed to be to preserve <laughs> your marker? That's funny. <laughs> That's mine. And it's petty. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's mine, though. I never, I never address it with nobody. I, because I, that was the first time in the, all the years that I've known you that I've seen that. Well, I don't think I've ever been around you in an uncapped marker before either. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> it's not much room for that shit to happen. True, it's not. Because you'll never be at my house and see an uncapped marker. <laughs> so we got to be somewhere else where people, where it ain't my marker. That's where we, we got to be somewhere else. Yeah, that's hilarious. All right. What personality trait has gotten you in the most trouble? Sarcasm. <laughs> Did I tell you about Reginald D. Hunter? No. Reginald D. Hunter is this dude in Britain who is from Georgia. He been oh, living over there for like did. twelve years. I think when we did the show with Michael, y'all maybe talked about. Yeah, him. he told a joke about sarcasm. Okay. He said that uh, when I was a kid, 
um, he talked. He had this joke about his mama being like no nonsense, mm-hmm. and she would always do this thing where she would say, um, "I can show you better, better than, than I can tell, tell you." you. Mm-hmm. All black, and he inevitably would get his ass beat. And he got tired of that. And you know, he said when he was when he got a little bit older, he started. I started toying around in something that was, you know, I tried it the first time and and it felt good. <laughs> so uh, I tried it more and I kind of got hooked on it. It was sarcasm. And he said that you know, after he had tried enough sarcasm and built up the courage to use some on his mama. She said, I could show you. He did something. She said, well, I guess I can show you better than I can tell you. And he said, well, maybe if you had a better vocabulary, <laughs> you could tell me instead of show me. And he said, subsequently, she continued to show me. <laughs> you can't get sarcastic with mama. Yeah, no. Um. <sighs> It's so much a part of my personality that I don't even recognize that I'm being sarcastic sometimes until somebody points it out. So what I've had to do is learn to be receptive of when somebody calls me out on that shit because it's very possible that I could have been or it could have come across as me being sarcastic even if I wasn't intending for that to be the case. So but my sarcasm, like it's it's like breathing. <laughs> part of my everyday so mine would probably be my sense of logic yep and rationality because you know, it's too rational I'm you know <laughs> somebody described me one time as like the spark of the friend group type situation yeah it's like but I get under, I get emotions and I understand but a lot of times it don't emotion and shit don't matter at this moment. Like, okay, the <laughs> shit you're doing don't make sense. I understand this other part to it, but so yeah. So my issue in relationships has mostly been because I the best way I can describe it is that I want there to be a formula for how a relationship works. There is not one. I want there to be a a. B times X equals Y type shit where it's yeah. like okay this type of person match with this type of person with these kind of upbringings equals this kind of relationship yeah. and it's good and that that is where it's caused me the most problems I know it's not like that no. but <laughs> I've tried to figure out a way to put that on paper and I'm just now getting to the point where I've accepted there not being a formula there but from that I got other stuff I got to work on but that sense of rational thinking leads me to think with my head more than I think with my heart. I go with what makes more sense more than what feels the best. So it really kind of limits me in a lot of environments where emotional output is better output than um, rational. Rational yes. output. Um, what is the best piece of advice you've ever received? best piece of advice i've ever received um i don't know just because it's hard for us to come up with this y'all gonna have plenty of time to do it yeah uh, on their facebook posts (laughs) what is the best piece of advice you've ever received yeah that would be something i'd have to think about i I had to think about it too 
So maybe we'll have to get on the Facebook page and, and do we'll that. have to answer that one on the Facebook page. If you had to pick a new name for yourself, what name would you pick? I don't know that I would pick a. I mean, I mean, my name is plain. It's plain as fuck. Okay, it is. <laughs> and I can't tell you how many times I've been out and I've heard my name and they weren't talking to me. But I also get very irritated when I hear people with extremely unique names that don't make no goddamn sense. So I would much rather have my name than Audacity or some other shit. So I don't know that I would change it. I like my name. I'm not right with it. They be like, your name sounds like a movie star name. That's what people be saying. Well, your brother turned it into <laughs> well he i mean shit i'm i'm be i'm ready to be charlie murphy <laughs> i want him to get rich and famous i'm telling y'all as soon as my brother say i hit this big roll we ain't never got shit to worry about ever again and after he get a good first season in and get some checks and start cashing in you gonna be charlie murphy i'm gonna be charlie murphy i'm going out there and i'm enrolling in acting classes <laughs> I'm gonna go get my counseling license. I'm gonna be counseling up and coming, struggling actors. Oh yeah. I'm telling you, I am boo, I'm gone. And whatever movies he producing, I'm gonna be in the side of them. <laughs> be right in the back. Charlie Murphy. That's JD brother. Mm-hmm. I'm his. That's funny. My brother, my brother thinks very highly of me. Um and the way that he talk about it it just be funny to me man um because he was like eddie what you be doing to people <laughs> and i'm like what do you mean he was like like everybody like you like what is the what you be doing because i used to work at red lobster in uh pineville north carolina charlotte north carolina is the town that red lobster was in was pineville mm-hmm. and i worked there and first and uh, I moved out from my sister's house and came back down here. And my brother moved up there at some point. And I said, you need to go get you a job at Red Lobster. You know, they know me up there. He went there, got a job, and just was working. And at some point, they was like, uh, he said, y'all know, y'all know my brother? They were like, yeah, yeah. He said life changed for him at that Red Lobster <laughs> at that point. He said he went from nobody talking to him. The people greet him every day. He found new people to smoke with. He was going out to restaurants with people after that. He was like, what do you be doing to people? I just be myself, man. Just be myself. <laughs> it's funny. It's hilarious. Y'all, uh, we'll have to get my brother on the show. He's just funny as shit. Yeah. Have we had Teddy on the show? No, we were supposed we were to, supposed but to. he was chilling with a big girl. Oh, yeah. Man, listen. <laughs> Whatever your brother be here and I come over, it's, it's always like, who is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's somebody he found <laughs> out in these streets. Oh, he good at doing that. I keep my name. Uh, yeah, I would too. All right. We'll finish the rest of the questions next week. Well, not the rest of them, but we got a lot of them to go through. Uh, but anyway, you got anything else on your mind? I do not. All right, well, until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla.